We are live with Listen to Lou. This is our first show. And so I've decided to ask my dad a bunch of questions and he's decided that he doesn't want the questions ahead of time. So dad, tell me about your upbringing. I was raised in the Bronx by my mother and my grandmother because my dad took a powder when I was less than a year old. How did you want to become a cop, specifically a transit cop? Because it, it paid the most money I, I could earn with a high school diploma. And my friend wanted company to go down to the test. So he submitted uh, his name and my name to take the test. And since I had a car, I did the driving. I had no intention ever of being a policeman, but it paid more than a bank teller. And I had an opportunity to meet more girls. What was it like growing up with a dad? Without a, Without dad. a dad. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Having your grandmother come out with the broom chasing you down the street, wearing the Italian house dress with the apron, and your friends looking at you like you were crazy. Oh, it was a blast. <laughs> and how do you think that changed when it how do you think that changed you when it comes to raising kids not having a dad? Well, number one, I think it made me a better dad because I was more attuned to women. I've always had it. Yeah. I, I I enjoy women's company probably more than men. And it made me a better dad to have daughters. Probably if I had sons, it would be more difficult. But having two daughters, it made it a lot easier. And I also, the fact they didn't have a dad, always stuck in my mind to make sure I would always be there for my kids. I like my dad. How did you meet my mom? She picked me up on a ferry boat because I had too much to drink, I think. How did the um, meshing of my mom and my sister and you work at the beginning because you're a young man and now all of a sudden you had to be a parent and your mother's six years older than i am too so that was that you know added into the equation right um i fell in love with your sister probably the same thing i fell in love with your mother yeah so it was easy it was still a bit tough i felt sorry for her it was tougher on her than on me i was gonna it ask was, i was practicing being a dad for this four three-year-old kid okay <laughs> and she probably said what the hell is this stupid guy doing you know but uh, it worked. She was here for dinner last night, so I guess it's okay. What about the process of entrepreneurship? You've owned a lot of different businesses. How do you come up with them? I don't know. It just happens. When you got, when you got no education, you got to come up with something. What made you want to be an entrepreneur? Poverty. My uncles, I, my uncles were part of the family. Okay? These guys were Union Democrats. Okay. My whole family were Democrats, and they never really seemed to get anywhere having a job with wages. And I understood that having a job with wages wasn't going to work. So, so that's interesting because you bring up the whole idea of being a Democrat. I'm curious, like, I mean, being a Republican. Don't wait, no, no, no. I, that they were that they were Democrats. They still are. And so, I'm curious. Um, have you always been a Republican? What made you choose the party? Well, since I'm about 14, I guess I've been a Republican. I tried to think about that the other day. Probably since I'm about 14, I've been a Republican. Uh, 14 or 15, I worked on a farm one summer, and the, the family that I lived with were immigrants from the Czech Republic, from Czechoslovakia, and they watched the Republican convention at, on a lunch hour. We'd come in for like two hours and have a big meal, and they would watch the And I, I watched it with them. And I got interested that way. The other way I got interested was I watched how the Democrats treated my family, and they took them for they took them for granted because they were Italians, okay, and lived in the Bronx that so they were going to be Democrats. 
but I didn't like the way the politicians spoke to them. And, and I was like this kid in the back, you know, right. 14 years old, listening to the conversation. And I said, oh, not for me. And so since then, you've never wavered, been. so to speak, and have right. always, always been a Republican. Yeah. I stood, I couldn't vote. In those days, you couldn't vote when you were 18. So I would stand in the street with Goldwater signs, and I parked my car near the polling station with a big Goldwater sign at it, because you couldn't have signs by the polling station. But if you parked your car close, they couldn't focus, they couldn't make you move, back, move the car. So I had my car parked close to the polling station in the Bronx with Goldwater signs. Hmm. You have always seemed to be a lover of technology, like me. I can remember you having like the first cell phone when it first when it came out. Yeah. What made and also the first one of the first fax machines? The fucker was about this big. And also Elton John, don't forget. You're not part of this, Pat. What made you always want to get the first devices? Because I like to be first. Okay. Well, because it works. I like to be first. I don't like nobody wants to be second. Right. Right. So if you can be first, it's it's for more fun, you know. But you you embrace technology as with a high school diploma. So I'm just curious, like, there's got to be something there. Yes, I realized that it worked. I didn't know how to work it, so I, I'd get somebody who knew how to work it and let them help me do it. But, yeah, once you look at it, it seems like when, when you don't have a lot of education, you come at things a much, you come at decisions a much simpler way. You don't talk it to death and think it to death. If the right. thing works yeah. and it's easier, you do it. What is the thing that you say every morning in the shower? Oh, yes. Motherfuckers of the world unite. Yes. How long have you been saying that? Where did that even come from? You know, I don't remember. I've been saying it a long time, but I don't remember where it came from. I made it up. Right. Obviously, you made yeah. it up. Yeah. I have never heard because anybody else. Motherfuckers of the world unite. Get rid of these people that try to bring this country down. Okay. And it's going to take strong people to make that happen. Okay. The hardest thing about raising girls. Boys. When I say helicoptering parents, what does that mean to you? Your mother. <laughs> Why was it important that I go to college? Why was it what? Why was it important that you I go smart. to college? You would have wasted your time if you didn't go to college. Now, if if you if I was growing up now. Would you still say the same thing? Oh, absolutely. What do you feel like a college education gets you? It's today, today, unfortunately, it's a minimum preparation. Well, that's years what I guess I'm school, saying. Years ago, high school was what you needed. Mm -hmm. Now, a college is literally a minimum preparation to get out to the workforce, minimum. Why do you think I am more equipped to be an entre entrepreneur than working for somebody? You oh, I always said that. You, yeah. You're, you're, you're not an employee. You're a suck-ass employee. Right. Okay. But you'll make a great employer. Why is that? Because you got it in you. Man. you, you I've told you your whole life, you got that in you to be your own boss. Some people are born with it. I was going to ask Donald you. Trump. The guy's got all kinds of great education. He could have been an employee. Right. He's got a degree from Wharton. Why did, why, why did he become an employer? Because the guy had it in him. I was going to ask you, like, do you think that's something that people just have, or can they, like, grow into it no, or no, educate? No, 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 no. No. You've got to have it in you. Uh, you go to church every Sunday. What do you get out of that? Peace. 
begging God to forgive me for being a motherfucker my whole life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, what do you Let's think? You go to church for you go to church to right. God to forgive you, you know, forgive your sins, try to make you a better person. I pray for everybody in the family. Yeah. Well, normally I don't say motherfucker and church in the same no, I sentence. Say that in church. I understand I that. that. That's why I was I say to God, choking you know, on no, no, my no, I don't say no, 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 no. I, I use the, the designation MF. Okay. I see the designation right. versus the full. Right, the full. The full Monty. Monty. Exactly. What do you feel so like? Remember, it's a house of worship, so you have to. Have oh to yeah. Okay. No, I understand. What do you feel like people, you know, like younger than me could learn from you? Beyond Maybe. beyond the whole Democrat Republican thing. That is the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Yep. Absolutely. You don't think like entrepreneur or no, I raising. Think to, I think young people got it, and I meet. I I talk to young people all the time. Yeah. I love being with young people. I always tell them, if you got that entrepreneurial spirit in you, go for it. Yeah. Because you're not going to be a good employee if you take a job and you realize you're, you're not a good employee. Maybe you should think about being an entrepreneur, so you employ yourself. What is the best parenting advice you ever got? Be there. The, I'll tell you the best parenting advice I ever got. I got the best parenting advice I ever got from my dad. Okay. Who wasn't there. Oh, be there. Be there. Yes. 80% of life is showing up. Right. True that. Every channel has, like, an intro or a saying. And what would you, what would you think yours would have like the listen to Lou show. What would be like an intro or a saying? Motherfuckers of the world unite. You Maybe know. we can't say that. Maybe that's a little rough. It's a little rough. But we're always been scrappy. I will say this. We're a family of scrappy people. Don't you think? Yeah. My father don't I maybe don't give up the ship. I don't know. Didn't somebody like John Paul Jones say that to somebody? I don't even know who that is. So I was like don't give up the ship, you know, instead of don't give up the ship. That would be more like the today's world. Shit. <laughs> that would be Lewis Rogers and John Paul. Yeah. yeah. So every two day, like Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're going to do this, and we're going to, um, we're going to give like a subject ahead of time, and then you and I are just gonna shoot the shit and talk about it. So this is our first one. So what and was the subject of this one? This one was just a background you about you. My hat. I couldn't have my trunk so like this no. is bullshit. Am I going to be the sorriest thing? Like, don't I have a choice? What I want for the background? You pick these funny, dirty lights. Okay. Foo foo couch. Fine. Okay. Maybe get dressed up. Usually in my pajamas at this hour. Well, okay. you can do your pajamas next time. For no, sure. I'll, 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 I'll take them. They're getting wrinkled anyway. So look down. Okay. So this is it. So this was the first Listen to Lou show. Thanks for listening.